Papa Joe, Rumble, Rumble, Papa Joe. Hey, there's an old one for you. That's a song that I remember my dad playing as a little kid. And I forgot how my dad, my dad really had eclectic music taste, much like me. No wonder I have a, a weird taste in music. I got it from my dad. That was the sweet. I didn't know my dad listened to the sweet. Sweet? I, 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 but that's, I didn't know they, they sang the song Papa Joe. But I can remember that song playing as a little kid. I don't know what year that came out, but um, back in the 70s, and I was probably a little toddler running around. But hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me uh, this morning. Today, I was just going to reminisce and just, just uh, think back through some memories of my childhood. Uh, it might be boring to you guys. I mean, you guys can bail now if you want. I won't be offended. Go ahead and bail. You know, I'll give you a minute to get out while you're going to bail. Uh, one, two, no. Uh, anyway, you know, sometimes it's just, it's just neat to think over your life. You know, how you grew up, where you grew up. The things you remember from your childhood, you know, good or bad. You know, sometimes, guys, we, you know, not all of us have had great childhoods with fond memories. And maybe as you look back, maybe your parents weren't the greatest. And maybe, you know, there was some troubled childhood or whatever. And, um, hey, no one's childhood was perfect. Um, that's for sure. Well, I don't know. Maybe, hey, yours might have been, but... Um, but I, you know, I think it does well to, to, uh, at least for me mentally, just to kind of reminisce about growing up. Those were special times when you're a little, you know, little kid running around and kind of, kind of like some of your early memories. Well, that's what I was gonna, gonna do today is just kind of reminisce about some, uh, stuff I remember as a little kid growing up and maybe it'll bring back some memories for you. Um, as you were growing up, you think of your own memories, but Hey, you're going to, you're going to enter in to the Lotney home, mom and dad, and my three brothers. So there's four, four of us boys and mom and dad. So we were just a crazy bunch of boys. I don't know how my mom and dad put up with us, especially my mom, but we're going to go back in the time machine. So you're going to come back to the Lotney home uh, uh, in Cleveland Avenue, or Cleveland Avenue, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, down on the, the west side, west side there, West 25th, Franklin Boulevard. I ain't going to give you my street name. But uh, anyway, you're going to enter our house. You're going to come through the front door. Let's pretend it's a Friday night. You're going to enter my house on a Friday night with the Lotney family. Hey, maybe we'll even have dinner together. I don't know, but, um, you know, don't go nowhere because you're going you're gonna to join me here. So, you know, hang tight and uh, let's reminisce together. You want to do it? Who's all in it? Who's, who's staying with me?
never see a sad face in the marketplace when Papa Joe comes around. Though he's coconut taste, you can see them race through the streets, you can hear the sound. weather for July 16, 1976, 80 degrees with a low of 70 degrees. All right, welcome to 1976, July 16, 1976. You have just stepped out of my time machine. We're on the west side of Akron. And uh, my dad's not home from work yet. He won't be home till about 3 o'clock. I think it took him a half hour to get home, so he got off work at 2.30. My oldest brother, he's probably outside uh, breaking windows and stealing copper from closed businesses down in the flats. No, 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 he's probably at the YMCA. I mean, that's what I meant to say. He's probably at the YMCA. And at least three of us at home, me and my two, two other brothers, uh, we're probably driving mom crazy, uh, but mom's in the kitchen. She's thinking about what she should make for dinner. Dad will be home about three o'clock. So, uh, yeah, welcome to my humble abode. Don't pay attention to the cockroach going up the wall. We try to get rid of them, but they come back. Hey, it's Cleveland. Never mind. But, uh, <laughs> hey, here is a number one song. Back in 1976, Paul McCartney, Silly Love Songs. Well, yeah, I don't know. Not really a big fan. But uh, anyway, yeah, so us kids... You know, it's a Friday night, July 16th, 1976, the Friday night, and we're all excited because Friday night was the night that we had pop. That's right. Back, you know, I'm not that old, but back then, if you got pop, that was like a special occasion thing. Like, you know, if, if dad... uh Dad felt like stopping by the store on the way home from work, he would grab a carton of pop. Now, what do you young kids know about a carton of pop? Well, it was it was glass bottles in a carton. Um, I believe it was eight. I think there's eight in a carton, right? Two, four, six, eight. I think that sounds right. And, uh, or was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 10, 10 glass bottles in a carton. They were 16-ounce bottles. And... So we look forward to that because pretty, pretty much every Friday or almost every Friday, dad would bring home a carton of Coke or Pepsi. Or if RC was really on sale, um, we would get the RC. It was whatever was cheaper, but mainly it was Coke or Pepsi. Um, I remember a lot of Pepsi because I think Pepsi was on sale more often than Coke was at the time. But that's what we look forward to on a Friday night. A special treat was getting to drink some pop. Wow. Imagine that. Nowadays, we can get pop at every corner on the street. 
But back then, it was a special treat. But, you know, we're waiting for Dad to come home. And the big thing about Dad coming home on a Friday night is, you know, Dad might have some loose change in his pocket. Now, when Dad came home from work, he walked through the kitchen door. And this is kind of a routine that I remember as a kid. He'd walk, I mean, he'd walk through the back door that led right into the kitchen. And my mom would be at the stove. And he would give my mom a kiss. And she'd say, oh, about time you're home. How was your day? And then he would mumble under his breath. <laughs> he would come in. And if he didn't sit in his chair, because you know all dads have their chair. If he didn't sit in his chair, he would lay down on the floor and fall asleep. Right? I know. Exciting dad, right? No, he, he did other stuff too, but... Uh, sometimes when he was tired, he lay across the floor by the TV, front of the TV, and he'd be out pretty quick. And um, change would fall out of his pocket. Yeah, he would always have like change because back there, back then, you didn't even have a debit. Card. There was no debit card. Maybe there was a credit card. My mom, mom, and dad never had credit cards, so he, he always had money. So we would wait for dad to fall asleep on the floor and sometimes the change would fall out of his pockets onto the floor and uh, we'd pick up the change and try to split it between us, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, we were such bad kids. But that was kind of a routine um, to start off the evening. Now, what made the evening even better, because I remember a, a lot of Friday nights you know, we didn't really eat out because we really couldn't afford to eat out, you know. I mean, we were, we were a poor family. We couldn't afford to eat out. So, but as, I guess, kind of a treat, my mom would be in the kitchen cutting up potatoes, slicing them real thin, you know. And she'd be cutting up a bunch of potatoes. Hey, we were Irish, okay. Us, you know. Yeah, I'm a stereotypical Irishman, and I like my potatoes. Well, so my mom would be in the kitchen. She'd be slicing up those uh, potatoes thinly and making French fries. You could hear her taking them, and then she would throw them in that hot grease, and it would make that sound, you know, and they would start, you know, she'd be frying up some French fries. And she'd have to make a big batch because with four boys... And her and my dad, we would put away some fries. So a lot of times I remember on Fridays having hamburgers and French fries, but homemade. We didn't get no McDonald's food. No, 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 no. My mom cut those potatoes up by hand, throw them in the grease. Then she made up some hamburger patties and fried them on the stove. Now, this is what I remember too, because you remember we weren't, we weren't a, um, you know, a fancy family. We, we, we didn't have a whole lot of money. So my mom, after she'd get the fries out of the oil, she, I put them in a strainer, let some of the grease comes off. She'd, she'd get a grocery bag. Now, not those plastic things we have today. We didn't have those back then. But um, a paper, old paper grocery bag. I, I know it doesn't sound very um, safe, like... But she would take those hot fries 
and she would put them in that paper sack and then she'd shake it real good. She'd shake it real good so all the grease would stick to the bag and the fries wouldn't be so greasy. Yeah, that's how she degreased our fries. And then she'd throw some salt in that bag, a bunch of salt, and she'd shake that bag up and we'd have some good old homemade french fries. And then uh, when everything was done, she'd, she'd wake my dad up off the floor or out of his chair and say, come on, it's time to eat. Oh, man, we'd run to that table. Uh, we'd push and shove each other on the way there, knocking each over each other over. And, and we would uh, argue as if, you know, the bigger you got, eventually you were allowed to have a whole pop bottle. You know, but if you're little like us, we had to share like, you know, mom would open up a pop bottle and fill up cups and then we would cry and whine. And each but mom, I'm big enough to drink a whole pop bottle. But, you know, we weren't. So we had to mom had to divvy out the pop in little cups. So, <laughs> oh, what fond memories. Oh, my goodness. It was such a. Crazy childhood. You know, we all have uh, different childhood memories. Well, that's kind of uh, part of mine. But as the evening wore on and after the dishes were done, um, some now this didn't happen every night, but some nights, like maybe on a Friday night, like tonight, today, my dad would make the eat. You know, we, we my dad's pretty simple. Like, he didn't fuss and argue, like, you know, he let us kids do what we want to do as far as watch TV or something like that. But some nights he would just put the hammer down and he would break out some music. And uh, so this is what you might have heard July 16th, 1976, on this Friday night after dinner. You might have heard something just like this. Let's do it. 
song that brings back um, some emotion. I don't know why I liked that song as a little kid. I mean, it's Elvis, but there's so many good Elvis songs. Um, Why would I like that song? Mama liked the roses. And I can remember, I think my dad had a little 45 of that song. I don't know what was on the other side. Oh, I know what was on the other side. It was about the, uh, what was it? The toy maker? Uh, like Pinocchio? Like, ah, I forget what it was. But anyway, uh, my dad had a 45 of that song, Mama Liked the Roses. And I remember he must have been playing it, and, um, I would ask him to, Sometimes, oh, you know what, guys? Believe it or not, back in the day, it makes me feel old. Sometimes we wouldn't have the TV on, and my dad had this big stereo component when it's made out of real wood. I mean, a big piece of furniture, but had a nice turntable in it. And uh, on Saturday nights or any night, Instead of watching TV, we would turn the TV off, maybe just have one light on, and the house would be kind of dark, and my dad would go through his 45s and vinyl records, and he would play randomly whatever he decided to put on. And I remember him putting on that Elvis song, Mama Like the Roses. And to me, I'm not sure what all the lyrics say, But to me, it was kind of a somber song because even as a little kid, I remember feeling like, oh, I'm going to lose my mama someday. Someday, I'm going to lose my mama. And it just made me sad. It made me sad, but um, I don't know. I kind of, I just like the song. So there you have it, a song from... My childhood. Let's see. Uh, let's see what I got. Got next. I found my thrill 
go back to that first song uh papa mama papa mama papa mama um that was one of my dad's i think i think that might have been my dad's stress reliever when he had it with uh work and he had it with had it with us kids um i don't know he seemed like obsessed with that song he really i think it was his stress relief i really do now that I think back of it, back about it, but I happen to think about all the different kinds of music that my dad listened to, um, some some rock and uh, fifty stuff, and uh, oh my goodness, uh, you know I didn't I like who would have known he, he some of the rock, even a little bit of ACDC, he kind of kind of liked. My dad's musical taste was all over the map, and I know that's where I get it from, but. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the uh, Elvis song, which I talked to you about. And uh, the other one, a Blueberry Hill. I heard that. I remember hearing that quite a bit, too. Um, Blueberry Hill song. And uh, see, let, let me set the picture for you. The, 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 the picture. Let me set the stage for you here. Paint a picture for you. Picture a coffin. Picture a, picture a wooden coffin. And now in the middle of the coffin, there's not at the end, but at the middle, there's this, uh, you know, you, you raise up the lid and in the lid is a record player. That's kind of like these old fashioned. Um, well, that was the thing back in the 70s. And I think record players were a piece of furniture. So this was a nice cabinet, a nice long cabinet, probably almost the size of a coffin and the record player was in the middle section and to the left and to the right were the places where you slid your records into. So my dad um, had records slid to the left and slid to the right and there were speakers um, that would face you left and right. So that's what my dad would play his records on. And uh, like I say, once in a while... If we, if we, 
you know, told our dad, we'd beg our dad, dad, please play this song. Dad, please remember, we're all little kids, but we loved that stereo. We loved when dad would get out his records and play because he played some stuff that, I mean, that we liked. We were little kids and it's like, like I say, the Elvis song was the one that I, I requested a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think when dad got his records out, I didn't think that was his stress, stress-free time. He wanted just to kind of forget the cares of the, the day and, uh, relax because he knew us kids could, uh, you know, maybe this would help wind us down, I guess, and maybe he was, he was thinking, but, um. Hey, I was thinking back to this um, this year, 1976, that I've just, you know, took you back in my time machine. And uh, the Indians, the Cleveland, give you kind of a, a, a set the stage here. The Indians finished fourth place that year. Um, fourth place, uh, I think behind the Orioles. And uh, the Yankees won um, that division there. The Yankees... Um, this is before they they re, redid all the brackets of the uh, MLB. You used to have the the uh, East and or the American and National League. And uh, but anyway, the Indians uh, they finished fourth. The Yankees won the division. I think the Indians finished eighty. What did they finish? I thought I wrote it down, but I can't. I can't remember what, exactly what they finished, but. Um, they they had a winning record, but you know when you had Yankees and the Boston's in the same division, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> the 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 number one uh song that year in nineteen seventy six nineteen seventy six the number one pop song. Was it wasn't it wasn't silly love songs was it? No, I think it was. It was yeah, it was silly love song. Yeah, silly love song. That was the number one hit. Yeah, well, I'm losing my mind. Hey, well, all right, the night's going on. Um, we ate our hamburgers and French fries, and uh, Dad's still at the stereo. Or Dad, let's see what else Dad's gonna put on the on the stereo. Town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina, music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina, wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden. I was in love, but in vain I could tell. One night a wild young cowboy came in, wild as the West Texas wind. Dashing and daring a drink he was sharing with wicked Felina, the girl that I love. So in anger I challenged his right for the love of this maiden Down with his hand for the gun that he wore 
My challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor Out through the back door of roses I ran Out where the horses were tied I caught a good one, it looked like it could run Up on its back and away I did ride just as fast as I could from the West Texas town of El Paso back to the badlands of New Mexico. Back in El Paso, my life would be worthless. Everything's gone in life, nothing is left. It's been so long since I've seen the young maiden. My love is stronger than my fear of death. I saddled up and away I did go, riding alone in the dark. Maybe tomorrow a bullet may find me, tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart. And at last here I am on the hill overlooking El Paso, I can see Rose's cantina strong and it pushes me onward down off the hill to Felina I go off to my right I see five mounted cowboys off to my left right a dozen more shouting and shooting I can't let them catch me I have to make it to Rose's back door something is dreadfully wrong for I feel a deep burning pain in my side Though I am trying to stay in the saddle I'm getting weary, unable to ride But my love for the leader is strong And I rise where I fall Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle I feel the bullet go deep in my chest From out of nowhere, Felina has found me Kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for One little kiss and Felina
see what I mean? My dad had a variety of taste in music there. Um, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, 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 I think he did a little uh, Mama's or no, no, Mama's no, Peter Paul and Mary with "I Had a Hammer." Isn't that the most beautiful singing you've ever heard? Oh, and and Mary the oh, just the harmonies between all all three of them. Such a beautiful song. It was a protest song. Um, I don't know if Pete Seeger uh, wrote that song or not, if I had a hammer. But anyway, Peter, Paul, Mary is the version that I like the best. I really do. And uh, and uh, El Paso, Marty Robbins. Oh, I remember that song. I think my dad really loved that song. It's just a fun old Western song, you know. It's just a fun Western Western song. And, uh, hey, but you know what? The, the, the night's getting on. The night's moving on slowly but surely. And at a certain time, the night would have to stop. Because, at least for the music for right now. Because then, my dad had to listen to the radio I don't know if it was like 6 o'clock at night or 7 o'clock. I think it was around 6 o'clock. My dad, you know, we grew up in a religious family, Christian family, you know. But now no judgment here. No judgment because, you know. But my dad, we had some solid biblical teaching at church and things. But my dad had a thing. I shouldn't say a thing. But he really enjoyed... Um, the radio program that this person did around six o'clock at night. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but um, my dad really enjoyed, I think it was the way this person presented themselves, but hey, I don't know. But this is what my dad listened to right around six o'clock. For no one in the whole world is as hungry for the one who's speaking this morning if only these young people could know it for just a few minutes as I bear my soul to them I shall do something I've never done in my life before never yes now that program lasted for about an hour an hour long and that was that was Catherine Coleman a very controversial lady preacher and from the more Pentecostal side. And, you know, I mean, I don't even think my dad believed in a, of a lot of what she preached or, or talked about. But you know what? I think what it was, was that I think my dad, I think he kind of had a thing for her. I know that's weird to think about, right? But I don't think my dad agreed with what she was teaching. But I think he disliked her the entertainment. Because if you ever saw her, she was very... She's like the first, to me, she was like the very first one that, um, that was over-the-top, extravagant, I mean, just really crazy and... Uh, 
but uh, I think my dad just liked to listen to her, her, her teach, but that went on for about an hour, and then, uh, <laughs> then, if we behaved ourselves, and, and we didn't argue and fight with each other, we might get to watch the following program. TV show, Happy Days, yeah, that was the go-to TV program, you gotta love Fonzie and Ralph Mouth and Potsy and Richie Cunningham, but that's not, that's not the opening theme I wanted you to hear, wait, wait, that's a good one, but it's not the original one, the original one was this one. memories. Oh, happy days. Hang on while I cough for a second. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah, that brings, I could picture us now, you know. Uh, Well, you know what? 
mom would probably, by this time, probably my dad was listening to Catherine Coleman on the radio. I think mom was going in there and telling us each one to take a bath, you know, at different times. She was probably, for me, she was probably giving me a bath because I was the littlest one. So she probably still had to give me a bath, maybe. I don't know. But but each one of us would get our baths. And then we put our pajamas on. And you know me, I, I had I had those pajamas, you know, those footy thingies. Like the whole outfit. Like, you know, you, you put your legs in and it's got feet in it. And you zip it up like a onesie almost. You know. And I remember, oh, you felt so clean after getting that bath. Oh, yes. You smelled clean. You smelled like that funny old soap that mom used. And, uh, but everybody, so the three of us boys got our jammies on. Rich is probably in jail by now. You know, I, oh, wait, no, I mean, he's still at the Y. No, yeah, he's still, no. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that. But he, he was old enough where he was running around with his friends. And, um, or he could be at home by now. But, uh, anyway, so then if we all got our baths and we all put our pajamas on, that's when, uh, you know, you tried to hurry because you didn't want to miss the opening to Happy Days. Yeah, you didn't want to miss the opening to Happy Days. So you got in there and you crawled up on the floor. You, you fought with your brothers for a special spot on the floor in front of the TV. You know, we didn't have these big, uh, massive TV screens like you guys got today. No, you, what was it? If you had a 21-inch, was it like 21-inch? You, you were living the dream. And we still, we never even had black, or we didn't even have color. We had black and white. My whole life was in black and white. I never knew color. I thought everything was, we didn't have a color TV till the 80s. I thought everything was filmed in black and white. I honestly did. I didn't know about color TV. I know, isn't that silly? I, I knew about color TV, but I, I we never had one till like the 80s. But yeah, so we're all nice and clean. We got our pajamas on and we got to watch Happy Days. And, uh, and then after that, it was Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, that, that came on right after Happy Days. Oh, two great shows back-to-back. Laverne and Shirley and the crazy mess they would get into and Lenny and Squiggy. Oh, so funny. So funny. But, uh, hey, that would only last, you know, an hour. I think they were half-hour programs. And then if my dad felt like it, he'd be... He'd be back at the stereo, and uh, he's ready to put another 45 on. So uh, let's let's see what my dad comes up with for his next 45. Um, it might have been something like this.
I remember that song. Oh, man. That's what my dad wanted to listen to after a long, hard day. But, man, I miss that stereo that my dad used to have that played. The funny thing is about it, I don't know where that big stereo console came from. Because we we didn't have a whole... I, I think that was the most expensive thing we had in the house. I'll be honest with you. Now that I really think back, we always had crappy furniture that you really wouldn't want to set on because a spring would come and poke you in the butt or something. But we, we had... We didn't have the best furniture. That might have been the most expensive thing we had in the house. Now, we did have a nice dining room table. Um, we had a nice dining room table. But other than that, we didn't have nice things. But that stereo... And the funny thing is, my dad would never buy anything for himself. My dad was not a, was not a self-centered guy. But I wonder, I gotta ask my mom about that. Where did that stereo come from? Because that was a, for one thing, it was heavy. It was very heavy. Like I already described it to you, it was like a long coffin, but, you know, it, it, it and it, to me, as what I remember, well, we had it all the way up till we were teenagers. Um, it actually, be, be, even when we were in adults. Um, but it, it sounded great, as I remember correctly. It really sounded great. And you could turn it up loud. Well, when mom and dad weren't home, you could turn it up loud. And it didn't. We never blew the speakers. And, uh, yeah, the record player, it had an eight-track player in it. And it had uh, a radio. And, uh, yeah, that was a nice piece of furniture. I remember, I'm going to call their names, Mark. Either Donnie or Paul, they each took a turn having it. I think my dad gave it away to him. I don't know who had it first. I want to say Paul had it first, and then Donnie ended up with it. And I don't know what Donnie did with it. I gotta ask Donnie what he. I know he doesn't. He doesn't have it anymore. Um, I'd like to have that back because it was a beautiful piece of furniture, and it the speaker sounded good and. It's just an old school. T- oh, I miss that stereo. I miss that stereo. Well, I think at this point, this point in the evening, I think my dad would kind of tone it down a little bit. I, th- I think he'd begin to tone it down. And uh, I-, I remember this next song he would play. So, yeah, this this one, he would play this one quite often. So, I don't know. Calm down. Start to calm down. Relax. It's getting dark outside. And, uh, you know, we need, we got our bath. We, we need just to calm down and, uh, you know. So, let's see what my dad's sticking on the, sticking on the turn to table now. Feeling small 
I mean, he did slow it down. Um, yeah, my dad loved that that song, "Bridge Over Troubled Water." Yeah, he loved that song. Um, played it a lot, as I recall. But um, I forgot. So you know, he did have one more goofy song that actually annoyed me. It annoys me to this day because it's just it's just one of those silly novelty novelty songs that are it's just annoying but that's my dad he just i i think he did it on purpose i think i knew my mom hated this song too and it used to drive her crazy but so i think he did it on purpose sometimes just to annoy us so here's one of those silly songs how well everybody's heard about the bird, 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 bird. 
getting late now remember you're back in 1976 and uh kenny's just a little rug rat running around and it's getting kind of late in the evening and uh i think i heard my brother come in rich i think he came in yeah yeah he's home now and uh now if we were real good and we wouldn't fight each other Mom might make us a, a, a snack. Mom might make us a snack. And, well, not make us, but what I can remember is she would have in the freezer one of those little gallon, uh, I don't know what you call them, they were in a paper carton, uh, a paper, a, a carton of, uh, of ice cream and a one-gallon carton of ice cream and I don't know what was her thing about buying that you know the the flavor of ice cream where it's it's I don't know what it's like what the pink stuff and then vanilla and chocolate I don't know what that pink stuff is supposed to be was it supposed to be cherry or something but that Neapolitan is that what they called it Neapolitan um, ice cream and we never had like a name brand we always had like the off brand that you've never heard of before. Yeah, mom and dad didn't go out and buy the name brand ice cream. I don't blame them. They had four boys. You know, they couldn't afford that name brand ice cream. But I remember if we were good and a special occasion, um, mom would let us have, she would divvy out the ice cream. So Neapolitan ice cream. Now I remember thinking to myself, nobody wanted the pink, What I think it was cherry, was that cherry? No one wanted the, 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 the pink ice cream. Like, she would div, div, yeah, we would fight not to get the pink ice cream. No one wanted the pink ice cream. And then, so we'd all have our little bowl 
of ice cream. And, you know, maybe a week later or something, all you'd have left is that one slab off to the left in the, in the carton of the pink ice cream. Yeah, like the vanilla chocolate completely gone. Scraped to clean. But there to the left was the pink ice cream. Hardly even touched. I think my mom ate the pink ice cream because she had to. That was all that left was left. But uh, that was on a good special occasion. You know, not... Uh, we didn't get that kind of stuff every every day. No, 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 no. Special occasions was ice cream. And it's if they had extra money, you know. Man, I don't know how they raised us on my dad being a factory worker. And uh, how do you have enough money to raise us four boys? Oh, man. How do you have money to buy that stereo? Man, that stereo? Oh, I can't. I quit talking about the stereo. But, um, so anyway, we would eat, we would eat our little ice cream, and then mom would start getting tired. Mom would start getting tired, and, uh, she would, she, she would say something like this, um, all right, kids, it's time for bed, and, uh, she would say this little phrase, and you, you've probably heard this phrase, this little kid's uh, poem or I don't know what you call it, a little song or, but it was, uh, she would say, oh, come on, it's all bedtime, guys, time to go to bed. And uh, she would say, um, to bed, to bed, said sleepyhead. No, stay a while, said slow. Put on the pot, said greedy gut. Let's eat before we go. My mom would always say that, and then she would make us go to bed. But now remember, this is Friday night. This is Friday night. And if my dad was, you know, feeling good and and he didn't mind, he would let us stay up late because it's Friday night. You know, next day Saturday. We could sleep in and or run outside and go play first thing in the morning. So my dad would say, oh... Let them stay up. I'll let them stay up until I go to bed. And so, oh, we loved it when Dad said that. You know what that that meant? That meant that we could stay up late night after, get this, after the news, after the news went off, we could stay up and watch Houlihan and Big Chuck. Now, don't get confused. A lot of you guys will say, you mean Big Chuck and Little John? No, before it was Big Chuck and Little John, it was Houlihan and Big Chuck. Well, let me let me play the uh, the old theme when they used to come on. Listen to this.
Yes, before there was Big Chuck and Little John, there was Houlihan and Big Chuck. Same show, but Houlihan um, <laughs> was, uh, him and Big Chuck were friends and they did this show together and uh, they were, both worked at the news station and they were both like cameramen. They worked behind the scenes and when the news was done, um, how it started, they had nothing to play at in the at nighttime. So Houlihan and Big Chuck got together and asked the owner of the, of the TV station if they could do a nighttime show. And they, they got it okayed. And uh, they, they would play really, a lot of times it would be like B-movies, B-type movies where the acting wasn't good. Or they would play old black and white movies. You know, the original Dracula and, uh, and uh, the Wolfman and yeah, that kind of stuff. Or the creature from the Black Lagoon. And then later on, they, they got to play um, more modern movies. Um, but I kind of liked, my best memories is when they would play the old black and white ones. And uh, I thought those were the most fun. Or they'd play like um, alien movies and movies from space and just good old fun. Good old fun. And, and uh, they were really one of the first ones, I think, in the nation ever to like kind of make fun of the movie sometimes. And uh, they, they were a blast. They really were a blast. And uh, Houlihan uh, actually ended up leaving, going to Florida. And um, Little John, who was a part of the team because he was in some of the skits, they would do these comedy routines. Um, during the uh, take a break from the film and do a comedy routine. And that's how Little John became part of the team. So, but that was great. What a great time. What a uh, great childhood. And now you always knew it was going to be a really good movie when you heard this. Yes, when you heard the opening theme to a Metro Golden Mare movie, when you heard that lion roar, you're like, oh, this is a good movie because, you know, Metro Golden Mare, um, one of the original studios back in the day, um, you know, they had the star um, actors, actors and actresses that, uh, yeah, so you knew if, if it was a Metro Golden Mare, it was a you know pretty good movie, and uh, of course I like the scary ones, and uh, yeah I like the scary and sci-fi ones, but um, and then, then they would go right into the movie, and tonight's movie is the creature. From the Black Lagoon. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void.
This is the planet Earth, newly born and cooling rapidly from a temperature of 6,000 degrees to a few hundred in less than five billion years. The heat rises, meets the atmosphere, the clouds form, and rain pours down upon the hardening surface for countless centuries. The restless seas rise, fine boundaries are contained. Now in their war... Oh, that makes me want to watch that movie right now. But yeah, so you'd watch that movie, and you know, most of the time, us, us kids, we couldn't stay awake. You know, they would come on at eleven thirty at night. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't make it throughout the whole movie. We we would uh, fall asleep on the floor, and then you would wake up, like after the show was over, and you would just get that white noise with a white screen. It would just be you know. That's all you would hear because I. This is gonna make me sound old, but th- this was still a thing when I was a kid. The TV went off after a certain hour. I know you think that's crazy. I mean, there, there was no DVD players, was no VHS players. Their um, cable was maybe out, but wasn't a big thing yet. And so you just had regular TV, and. Usually, after the last show of the night went off, they would play the national anthem, and on the TV screen would be a picture of the American flag, and they would play the music, and then it would it would go off. There was no staying up any longer watching television because the channels would go off, and you would just get... You know, white noise. And then, so you would wake up to that. And then you would just basically crawl yourself back to your bedroom and uh, go to bed. Sometimes we had to go over to dad and and shake him and say, dad, 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 the movie's over. <laughs> then we would all go to bed. But that happened on Friday nights. Um, you know, and then uh, that was... Hey, that was a typical Friday night for the Lotney families. I'm glad you stopped by. Thanks for stopping by. Um, uh, <laughs> no, really, thanks. I appreciate it. You guys are wonderful to still support the show. I hope you have a great Friday. And, uh, hey, I wanted to leave you with one last song as I, as I go away in the show. One last song because this one was a song my dad played and if he wasn't playing it, I would ask my dad to play this song. So I'm just going to leave you with this. Goodbye, and we'll see you on Saturday. Don't forget, Saturday night, 7 p.m. I got a show, 7 p.m. It's a music show. It's old gospel. There, there's a spoiler. See ya. Just a lad of ten My father said to me Come here and take a lesson From the lovely lemon tree Don't put your faith in love, my boy My father said to me I fear you'll find That love is like the lovely lemon tree Lemon tree, tree that
flower is sweet, but the fruit of the poor lemon is impossible to eat. Lemon tree, very pretty, and the lemon flower is sweet, but the fruit of the poor lemon is impossible to eat. One day beneath the lemon tree, my love and I did lie. A girl so sweet that when she smiled, the stars rose in the sky. We passed that summer lost in love beneath the lemon tree. The music of her laughter hid my father's words from me. Lemon tree, very pretty, and the lemon flower is sweet, but the fruit of the poor lemon is impossible to eat. Lemon tree, very pretty, and the lemon flower is sweet, but the fruit of the poor lemon is impossible to eat. One day she left without a word, she took away the sun, and in the dark she'd left behind, I knew what she had done. She'd left me for another It's a common tale but true A sadder man